Good morning, good morning, everybody. It is Latasha Martin. Uh-oh. Have my air purification system on. Go ahead and give me a good morning if you're here with me today. Uh, our topic for today is called the reroute. The reroute. Uh, good morning, Mercedes. Good morning, Adeline. Good morning, Juanita. And so I'm giggling because even in real time, I'm on the reroute. <laughs> and so let me go ahead and pray with us. And then we'll jump into our message for today. Dear God, we love you so much. You are an awesome, amazing, wonderful God, even in the season of the reroute. Lord, I pray today that um, you just come in and intercede in the atmosphere, God. Right now, I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you to do what only you can do. Um, I surrender my whole agenda today to you, God. I pray that this encourages somebody who might be in the midst of transition or embarking on something different, and they may feel like they were right on the brink of something good, and you're reminding us that we shouldn't settle for good. We should be expecting and go for great. And so I thank you for all these things in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. So in true transparency, hold on, let me, let me double check here before I say what I say. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm giggling because I was looking for my scripture and I was just like, where did it go? And I'm looking and I'm like, where did it go? I thought I lost it, but that's even funnier. Like I just literally in that prayer trusted God and look how he showed up in real time. Something's going on with this mic. Anyways, let me go on to the topic for today. Let me tell you how um, I know I've said before, new levels, new devils, new levels, New Devils. If you've ever heard that before, give me a number one in comments. If you're on a replay, just do hashtag, hashtag replay number one. So New Levels, New Devils, or if I had to line it up with Jonathan McReynolds, is the devil learns from your mistakes, even when you don't, got you going in cycles. 
And what I learned was when we talk about this concept of new levels, new devils, or the devil learns from your mistakes, even when you don't, even when something that is a distraction is a good thing, it could still not be the great thing that God wants for you. I feel like that could have been the whole message for today. And so let me put this into context for you. So at the beginning of this week, I know the things that God has me embarking on. There are things where I am doing different things with my business. I'm actually receiving opportunities from people that I don't normally do work with on some stuff in the area of virtual productions. There's this woman, like she's been relentlessly sending me referrals and connecting me to people in this virtual space. And I'm just like, okay. And so when I recognized this was happening, I was like, okay, I need to put together a team of people that can support me in these efforts because producing and organizing and strategizing. And then when you go live, it takes people. It's not just Latasha. I don't care how good I am. I will then become the constraint of God's blessing if I don't recognize that I need a team. So there are some contractors that I've worked with in the past that I was looking to connect with and they were good, but I kind of was putting them on the sideline because there was an individual that approached me and I was like super duper excited. Like, oh my gosh, God, this is the answer to the question. And I was, then I had posted on some of these other job boards. There were like three specific roles that I needed. I didn't know anyone who had those roles. And so I had been interviewing people for a couple of days and then I got distracted. I got distracted. And so in my distraction, I was so excited about the good. I forgot what it took for the plan that God wants to do with me to be great. And so let me read you our scriptural reference for today. It comes out of Titus 3, 3 through 7. It says, for we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, and slaves to various passions and pleasures slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our day in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. But when the goodness and loving kindness of our God, our savior appeared, he saved us, not because of the work done by us in righteousness, but according to his mercy, by washing of the regeneration and the renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our savior, so that being justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Yo, do y'all hear the richness packed in this scripture right here? Like, I feel like there are pieces I need to pull out. If it was on the screen, I would say, you know, highlight and circle. But some of the statements in here that like really resonated with me were this. We were led astray, slaves to various passions. I can't tell you how many times that when I'm working with people who have an aspiration of starting a business or starting a new career, or they're looking for something, they're like all over the place and everything looks good. It's like the next shiny object. And even for myself, if I'm not careful, I will be that person that runs to the next shiny thing. And even in the decision with that team, because this is a critical moment at this time right now, like opportunities are truly presenting themselves that I just can't, I don't have the capacity to do it all. And there's like certain roles that I need to hire for immediately. And then there's other roles that I can do down the road. But when it says here that it's not because like God wants to do stuff with us, not because of the work done by us in righteousness, according, but according to his 
own mercy by the washing of the regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ. Because in the word, it says we will do greater things. When Jesus talked to the disciples, he said, you will do greater things. And so my question for you today is, are there areas of your life that you're settling for good? But God is saying, I want to take you to greatness. Now, you might be saying, I don't know where those areas are, Latasha. Like, I have no idea. And what God is showing me in real time for my own life is we could be stuck on our own agenda thinking these are our gifts and abilities. And we're not even paying attention to the opportunities that God keeps putting in front of us. Like, we're just not paying attention to them. So for me, I know that there are, you know, I have talked about it. Please be patient with me. I have not totally abandoned the Get Naked With God challenge. I have not. I promise you that was part of the reason I was supposed to hire these people to help me with the technical back end of that. And I got distracted. So I need to repent or the reroute. Reroute. You know, you're driving along your GPS and it says rerouting. So I got re I, I got I went on a tangent and God had to reroute me back. He's <laughs> like reroute, reroute me back. And so it's gonna happen. And because the thing is, is that in addition to this group, like people have actually sent me screenshots that they have bought the book to be ready for the challenge. So could you see how I'm thinking I need to prepare this team? And I thought that there was these resources that were available to me that seemed comfortable to me. And now I recognize that was a it was a distraction for the good, but it's not what I need to be great. Is anybody thinking about scenarios right now in their mind? I don't know if you are. I know for me, that was like one of my things. You know, another area for me is, it's so interesting. I'm on live at least seven days a week in some capacity. I realized that last Sunday when I was having a little talk with myself about Latasha, you're doing too much. And there's this other group where I'm learning like technical skills on how I can up-level my experiences online with people. And I was like challenged by someone to post a video and I posted the video and I'm like, I'm live like at least seven days a week in some capacity. And I said, but I'm fearful to put this on this page that has exposure to 10,000 people because I don't even know why I was nervous. No idea of why I was nervous, but I did it because I'm like, you know, it was a good challenge. And this is the thing. I was then talking about even like this group, right? And I said, I rarely tell people to ask people. And, and can I be transparent with y'all? Can I be honest with you? Can I be really, really honest with you? It's my fault this group doesn't grow. Because I don't even ask people to bring people in or to tag someone or to invite someone or to share this content if you think it's good. Because I think somewhere in my imposter syndrome, I'm like, what if like, a Bible, 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 for real Bible, Bible scholar was to hear any of the things I'm saying. And what God had to assure me of is that if I want to use you and the motivation of your heart is correct, I got you, girl. And so I'm asking you today, how many of you have been distracted? Like it says here in Titus. How many of you have been distracted or foolish or disobedient or led astray 
or slaves to the things that you say you want. But God's vision and purpose for you is different than maybe what you are able to comprehend so that you can go forth and so you easily get rerouted. Not because he doesn't want to take you to the destination. You get rerouted for a myriad, I can't even say the word, myriad, myriad. I think that's how you say it. Who even knows? Multiple reasons. And in those reasons, then in that process, when we're on the reroute, we could be exposed to people in situations that we shouldn't even be like connected to. And so what we might find is, is that then we are hating others and hating one another because you're in places you don't have no business being anyways. God is like, girl, I delivered you from that five years ago. Sir, I delivered you from that three months ago. Why do you keep going down those paths and getting distracted when I'm trying to reroute you? How do I know I needed to be rerouted? God is so good, y'all. Let me tell you why God is so good. If you diligently seek him, he will try to keep rerouting you. Because has this ever happened to anybody? And again, just being honest, you put your GPS on, but you really think you know how to get somewhere. And so you put your GPS on and it's speaking. It's saying reroute, rerouting, reroute. But you think you know where you're going. So the so the so the GPS is only on that if as you're driving along, you might need a little help, but you're selectively listening. And at some point, if you really think you know where you're going, you might even turn the volume down of the GPS. And what God is saying to me sometimes is we know who God is. We know that God says, greater is he that is in me than it is that is in the world. We know that it says, press towards the mark. We know that it says, write the vision and make it plain. But in our flesh, we think we know where we're going. And God, through the guidance of the Holy Spirit, is trying to do the reroute. But because we think we know better, we turn the volume down on God. And we go with what we think we know. Now, why am I using the example of the GPS on as a backup plan versus the plan? Because one time when I was doing that, what happened was, is I wound up landed smack dab in the middle of a construction detour because I thought I knew. I thought I knew, but the GPS knew better. The GPS knew better. God knows better. If he is rerouting you, how do you know you're in a season of the reroute? Because everything that you try to do based on what you think you know to be true, it's not working no more. It's not happening like it used to happen. And you're frustrated when the reality is all you need to do is turn up the volume of what God is saying. Turn up the volume of what the word of God is saying. Spending more intentional time allowing and assuring and making sure that the loudest voice that you are responding to in the season of the reroute is God. Because the, the sound in here is really loud. 
it could even start playing tricks on you. Like you think like, who, who am I really supposed to be listening to? And comfort will normally win. So why am I sharing this with you today? Because we are entering into the weekend again. Look how fast this week went. Even on a meeting I was invited to, I was ignoring that meeting, which is connected to the reroute. <laughs> and Latasha was like, I'm not even going to that meeting. And, and for some reason, as God was showing me about the reroute this morning, that particular meeting popped into my brain. And I was like, oh my gosh, something that's on the agenda is something I need to be there for. I could have missed it. Stop missing the word and the confirmation of the reroute in your lives. If you are feeling like things are not going how you think they need to go. And it's one thing where you're uncomfortable because again, let's just look at the school year, all of the stuff that's happening there. It's another thing saying God's got a new challenge on me and it's like complicated. But if it's that peace thing where you're like, it's this, this gnawing thing where it just don't seem right. Then you could be ignoring the reroute that the Holy Spirit is trying to get your attention. But you think you know. But you think you know. So I want to encourage you today. You can go in and read this scripture. For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, and led astray, slaves to the various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. But when the goodness and the kindness of our God, our Savior appeared, he saved us. Not because of the works done by us in righteousness, but according to his mercy and by the washing. Oh my gosh, hold on, look at that. Oh my goodness, I'm like deleting half the text. Hold on, see what I'm saying? Even the enemy in that, by the washing of the regeneration and the renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out richly on us through Jesus Christ, our savior. So that by being justified, we may have grace and we may become heirs according to the hope. Look at that. You see what I'm talking about? This is terrible. Becoming the grace that we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. And you know what I love even in that moment, real time, which I think is hilarious. Even in that distraction, that would have took me off my game probably a few months ago. I would have been like, where did the rest of my text go? I'm like, nope reroute even in real time. You just need to do the undo button. Maybe that's another part of the message I didn't even get yet. We need to undo some things because we're not listening to the full instruction that God has given us on a reroute because we think we know. And so I just pray today that if you are in the season of reroute, you can be encouraged by God's goodness and his peace. And as it talks about here, the grace that we may become 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 heirs according to the hope of eternal life. That we're not focusing on temp- t- focusing on temporal things. We're focusing on legacy things. And for those of us who are parents, that we're focused on things that don't just impact us, but we are. It says that we are to be a blessing, so that our children and our children's children can be blessed by our obedience. Not just our children. Think about that. Like three generations. Our children and our children's children can be blessed by our obedience. 
Y'all better listen to the reroute today. Reroute. Every time you hear that now, you're going to be thinking about my voice. Rerouting. Rerouting. I don't know how to do it like the little GPS machines, but I just want you to be encouraged today by this word because we serve a good God who wants to speak to us. He's trying to speak to us, but we're so concerned about what we're concerned about. Sometimes we're just missing it or we're settling for good when God wants to take us to great. Be encouraged today. Go into this day expecting miracles to happen. Pray some bold prayers and then trust that God's got you. Even if it's on the reroute. (laughs) Dear God, we love you so much today. You are amazing, awesome, and worthy to be praised. Lord, I pray anyone listening to this message today, if they've been settling for good and you want to help them with great, dear God, I pray that they surrender their agenda, God. They surrender their agenda, but they don't stop doing the work so that their yes and amen is available to you, God, for your purpose, for your glorification, for your kingdom building and everything else that they need. I pray that they trust that you'll supply it. God, you are so good. You are so awesome. You are so worthy to be praised today, Lord. And I know someone needs to hear this message outside of me to be encouraged. And Lord, I pray that my transparency is never in vain, that it lifts up and glorifies you and reminds them that you are a good, good, good father. We thank you for all the things you're doing right now in our minds, in our bodies, in our our missional things. We thank you, God. For all these things, in your son's name we pray. Amen. 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 Have a great weekend, everybody. Talk to you soon. For some of you, I'm going to run over there to teachers, tutors, and technologies and check in, see how people are doing in the Buffalo School District. Woo-wee. Woo-wee. That's all we could say. God bless. Talk to you Monday.